Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Dyslexic Heart Number 20. 20? 20. Wow. I know. 20. Nice. <laughs> and I don't know I don't know what year our first one was. I don't either. They're sporadic, so it's been a long time. But... Will you be doing an anniversary <laughs> yeah. compilation? Let's listen to clips from the past 19 shows. <laughs> no. No clips. No. There wouldn't be really much. No. I, I, I have no intentions of going back and listening to old dyslexic heart shows. Okay. <sighs> There's That's not that right. many. If anybody wants a retrospective, they can load up all 20 on their device and listen to it. Listen to them in order at will. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. We're drunk for all of them. That's true. It's kind of the nature of the show. Yep. I'm not completely hammered tonight. I've got a nice tasty buzz though. So Which do is I. surprising considering the quantity that I've had. Yeah. And the variety of things. Yes. There have been shots, there's been mangria, mm-hmm. there's been vodka related beverages. A lot of fireball in the shots. There's, yeah, I'm I'm all over the map tonight. Yeah. Let's see. I had a cranberry downstairs when I was getting the show ready. Nice. Yeah. Let's see. I had what did I... I think my tolerance is jacked up. Yeah. I also think that some of the medications I'm on slow my slow your slow absorption my, slow of my the alcohol. Jam. Oh, they slow your jam, <laughs> yo. Yeah. I don't get a, I don't get a buzz on as quickly sometimes. Huh? Is this the slow jams version of our show tonight? I don't have any slow jams know. on I my nothing. playlist. I got nothing tonight. It's only been a month since the last show. I have nothing to say. Yeah. Uh oh. It's no good. Uh, you said you have a list of topics and songs, so we'll oh, be okay. Okay. What I am drinking, let's see, I had some vodka-based beverages, and now I've moved on to fireball-based beverages, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, luckily we've got nothing going on tomorrow. My jam has been fireball, ginger ale, and some bitters, and the bitters have been wonderfully provided to us by our friend Rue. At the Denton, Dallas, and Beyond podcast. Yes. Yep. They're chocolate cherry bitters, and they just they Delicious. go very well with the other two ingredients. Yep. There was a time where I would have been afraid to mix this variety of alcohols, mm-hmm. but considering that I have not had a headache since my kidney surgery, nice. I don't fear the hangover anymore. Are, are you are you pressing your luck here? No, I. There have been other times that I've done much worse things to myself in the yeah. past eight months. Where well, I like should have exactly where I should have been in rough shape and came out of it just fine. Here are the two keys to drinking: water. And food. I haven't even been very good about the water part the last few times we've... It hasn't mattered. You I mean might, the last three days we've imbibed? <laughs> so what's happened now is if I am hungover, the hangover consists of, oh, I'm a little tired. I think I might need a nap. But n- no pain, no nice. nausea, nothing like that. I don't know what's going on, but I'm enjoying the ride. That's good because I've had migraines strong enough for both of us. Yeah, I've got nothing. So it's, I do not enjoy the migraines. No. That fucking sucks. Well, I hope all of our listeners had a lovely Christmas. Yes. Ours was fine. Yep, fantastic ours was time. good. I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed our weekend. Low key, but fun. Yeah. So, got to hang out with family, got to hang out yep. with our friend and our goddaughter a little bit. Oh my God, I love her. Good stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, we had a nice, so every year for Christmas, we have appetizers and just hang out and exchange gifts and it's very low key and just, yep. it was, yeah, it was just really fun. It was lovely. Yeah. Been a good weekend. So yeah, and then our, we got a nice long weekend next weekend for New Year's. We do. So bravo. My company was nice enough to throw in Ooh. the Friday after New Year's Day. Also, my I'm company gave me so as much excited. time as I, wa- I want in the next week. That's great. I got no. Actually, I do have. You do have stuff. You actually worked yesterday. I've been working. I've been well. This fucking 
for the other podcast, our main podcast, uh-huh. the other podcast, like that's that other little thing. That, we other, do. that other little thing. Oh we my do. God. I put more time into that show in the last three weeks than I have the entire 10 years that we've done the show. <laughs> it is unbelievable how many hours I've dedicated. So I hope people like this 10th anniversary thing we have coming up in mm-hmm. two weeks. It's going to be fun, but yeah, holy shit. It's a lot of work. Oh my God. Fireball. I'm going to be so fireball right now. It's when we actually fireball. record that show, I'm mm-hmm. going to be like so happy that I'm like, Never having to hear your voice played back to yourself again. No. I'm 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 gonna be happy that I've, I I'll feel like I accomplished something. I will be probably so completely schnockered during that show. Like tired or drunk? No, drunk. Sweet. I'm gonna be like, all right, we're done. When are we re-recording said show? Next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah. Okay. So we're are we recording our regular show and then the retrospective? They don't have to be on the same day next necessarily. It's oh, that's right. whatever we want to do. Because we have four days to. Yeah. Okay. Whatever we want to do. All right. It'll be ready to go whenever we want. So hear that liver. Yep. The fun continues. Yeah. Yes. Then we'll pretend like we're going to be more disciplined in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Should we play some music here? 2015 is your goal to end 2015 with as many organs as you began 2015. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that had to be a goal before, but yeah, that's probably... <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll, I'll put that on the list. Okay, I'll put that on my list uh-huh. too. Yeah, I think that's good. Yep. I'd like to have the same same amount of organs, please. Yep. What would you like to listen to? Uh, you you pulled the songs for this one, so okay. for most part, I put a couple things on here, but... Oh, let's see what's on my little playlist here. We do have a couple Christmas songs, even though it's a day after Christmas. Yeah. Well, do you want to do the Frank Turner one? Sure, why not? Okay. This one is from the heart. We might as well start with this one. Oh, there's a couple second lead up on this one. Okay. <sighs> does, does he talk? Okay. Let's do oh, it. Yeah. Ready? Two. Oh, two. Hi, everybody. My name is Frank Turner. I'm Butch Walker. How are you? We've just finished making a record in Nashville. As my friend Joel pointed out, we're in the studio in December, and that means you've got to record a Christmas song. So uh, this is a tune that's a traditional American Appalachian tune uh, with roots in Scotland, Scottish folk music, and uh, we uh, we discovered it through the work of Alan Lomax, and we're going to play it. So you ready for this one? I'm ready for this one. The decorations up myself, getting them removed by the national health. Turkey's in the oven, Queen is on the telly, eating Brussels sprouts and our farts are getting smelly. Merry Christmas, you cunts. Merry Christmas, you cunts. I just got the new annual shoe. Everyone is arguing over trivial pursuit. Granny's getting drunk. Everyone's fighting. Christmas pudding's been hit my lightning. Merry Christmas, you cunts. Merry Christmas, you cunts. Well, next year there's no card. You can fuck off. The decorations are stained. Yeah, but the law. Fuck Mary Poppins and the Great Escape. I don't want to drink snowballs or eat Christmas cake. Merry Christmas, you cunts. Merry Christmas, you cunts. Merry Christmas, you cunts. Merry Christmas, 
It's awesome. I love it. Uh, yes. Uh, you can find that on YouTube. Yes. It's a cover. I don't remember who did the original, but the other, the original I, was a... I have the original. I don't have tune. it in the playlist. Oh. Yeah, the original rocks a little harder, yep. but still has the same sentiment. Yes. I just like that there's a Christmas song with the word cunts in the <laughs> Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. So what else is going on? Let's see. So... Are you happy that Christmas music is happy, winding down? Happy, happy, Everybody happy. is happy. Yes, I am. Well, you know what? I wasn't that bombarded by Christmas music this year. I avoided it a little bit because I was in that whole thing where I was like, I feel like I have to listen to Christmas music, but I don't really feel festive, so I don't want to yeah. listen to Christmas music. And then I didn't really, I didn't, usually I go through a thing where I at least listen to it a bit and I didn't, yeah. um, I didn't listen to it much this year, um, but that's okay. I listened to it. Like a couple days leading up to Christmas when I was wrapping presents and doing festive things, I listened to a few compilations. Yeah. But I didn't really... Yeah, we had an honor on the house, like Christmas Eve a little bit and stuff. Yeah. But, but I didn't do the thing where I'd listen to it to and from work or whatever and yeah, have some a years, playlist. Yeah, some years I kind of absorb... I, I, I'm, I'm, it's all around me. I listen to it constantly. And this yeah. year, Christmas eh, is all around you. Sometimes this year was not one of those years, but that's okay. Yeah. It's all right. <clears throat> I think you should do what you feel like. Yep. If you don't feel like listening to Christmas music, then don't. Right on. Yeah. Except oh, it's everywhere on TV though. Like I'm so fucking sick of certain Christmas songs and commercials. Yes. Well, those are done. So that's good. Now we can move on to other yeah. things. We're I hope we're done with big carbo season. Yep. Now we're on to Valentine's Day. Oh, God. Jewel- there's, there's already Valentine's stuff in stores. It's fucked up. Yeah, it is. It's so wrong. Yep. All of our holidays are commercialized. They are. Shame on them. Except for Festivus and Arbor Day. Yes. That's it. That's all we've got left. Arbor Day. Yep. Cling to Arbor Day. Yep. yep. So Let's see. What else? You have a list of things you want to chat, chat about? It's really just... Random bullshit. Like, okay, so commercials and TV. We've been we've been <laughs> watching a lot of TV, but there's really nothing on. I know background. It's background noise. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So it's been yeah. That's um. I like to watch a lot of the late and I TiVo all the late night shows. Yeah. Oh, we and, should talk about that. Too. And these weeks when everything is on break, Daily yeah. Show. Well, Colbert's done now. Ferguson's done. Yep. Letterman. Everything's is in on re- break. Everything's in reruns. I don't watch all those shows. I'll watch yeah. them if there's a guest I like. But these weeks when all the shows that I normally would depend on are off. Uh huh. It's just like oh what oh now I have and I know I shouldn't be necessarily watching that much TV anyway, but it's nice to have a couple things. Things that are new and fresh. Shoot up. Yeah. yeah. I've been depending a little bit more on Netflix. Yeah. I've been watching not TV shows. I feel shows, like but I should be binge watching something, but I don't know what to binge yeah, watch. Yeah, I haven't been binge, watch, binge watching, but I've watched a few um, few movies here and there. Yeah. So Documentaries and stuff too? Yeah, documentaries and regular movies. Yeah. Nothing uh, nothing outstanding, but nothing horrible either. Yeah. So. Okay. Speaking of late night oh, shows. I have to watch The Trip to Italy tomorrow. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah. The sequel to the movie The Trip. Ah. It's on Netflix now. Sweet. I've been waiting for it. Yay. Um, what did you think of the Colbert and Craig Ferguson farewell show? I thought both of them were awesome. Yes. I did. I thought Colbert's was Colbert's perfect. Colbert's was, a, yeah, that was, it was, 
like it hit, just hit every yep. note. It was great. Just perfect. Um, I'm really looking forward to what he's going to do. It'll be weird because it's not going to be his character. It's going right. to be him. But I, he's such a fucking talented guy. And I don't think that people... I don't think that people give him the credit. So I Everybody's this, used to the character. And I don't know that yeah, he necessarily is appreciated if, for how... For what he did. That's a... How do you, how do you play a character... Who is so opposite of what you believe in? <laughs> it's 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 opposite what he believes in, but also just to do that every night and to do that style of show as a character. Yeah, it's but it did it did the world good. I mean, he, it was really a good show. There was something on I don't remember which site it was, but it was all these people who had been yeah. guests on the show, and reading that gave you a little bit of insight as to how he did it, and so. Very, he didn't break character very often. Once but, in a while, he did, but you know yeah, what? It wasn't. It, was um, un, it wasn't distracting. No, no, he could. Yeah. He could kind of do that where he would kind of go, in, go and in and out of it, and it yeah. worked. But um, so the other thing people said is that he would lead them to say things right. while he was in character. Like he would say these really crazy things, but it would actually be leading them to right. say what he wanted them to say. Yeah. He's very, very good at it. There was an art to it. He's, I think, one of the quickest minds, just in terms of his ability oh, to improvise quick. So not only was he doing a character, he was doing He's, a fair amount of imp- improvisation in character. Yeah. And responding to things off the cuff. I just, I and think improvisation he's really, is hard enough to do when you're not in character. Right. I think he's really. A, I, I think people will be surprised. I think he's going to do a really good job. I think so too. Um, in in the the Letterman slot when yeah. he takes that over. And then the Ferguson show. No, I, uh, I hadn't watched enough of that. Uh, I watched um, it on and off depending on who the guest was. Yeah. Uh, I no, like him and I, I've read his book. He's a very likable person. He also um, deserves a lot of credit for doing something different with the late night talk show format because yes. unlike most of them, his was, his monologue was unscripted. He didn't have cue cards. and I mean, he might have had a couple little like things he had to say, but uh-huh. for the most part, his stuff was off the cuff. That's and good. And the same thing, I don't know if you ever noticed this, but before each interview started, he would rip up the blue card. He didn't have... He, it was a conversation. It was unlike most talk shows, which which have questions that they want to ask. Very, very prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, his was much more off the cuff and conversational. That's cool. Um, so he, I love the song he did at the beginning. That was that was yeah, really his, cool. The, 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 I don't know who whose song that was that he. Yeah. But that was it. Was a really cool way for him to end as mm-hmm. well. And uh, yeah, I, I like it. He, it sounds like he's going to probably do some sort of a an early evening half hour show i think which i think would be great because i think that's uh-huh. missing right now i mean yeah i don't know what f- what kind of format it's going to take but i think like, he'll be all right like after the news it's sort of this dead zone i mean i'm yeah, not a wheel of fortune show. person i fucking hate tmz Although i've been watching jeopardy earlier in the evening now before yeah. the, at like 4 30 enjoy jeopardy <laughs> i know i've been having i've had i like having jeopardy on i'm like kind of i, I don't know why i've Hadn't watched that in ages, and all lately I've been. Yeah. Um, so then replacing Craig Ferguson in yes. March is going to be James Corden. Who I absolutely fucking love. That's the I just thing. absolutely like, love that guy. I'm we're, so we're, excited for him. We're two of the 10 Americans who know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> and are huge fans of his and have been for years. Of pretty much everything he's done. So Gavin and Stacey, which he oh, co-wrote God, and was a star of, mm-hmm. one of the stars of. Although he was neither Gavin nor Stacy. No. Smithy. No. 
Smithy. One of the oh great God, characters. Smithy. Um, so Smithy and that's, Nessa. A, that's a BBC show that was fantastic. Yeah. And then he had a short-lived sketch comedy show. Which called Horn and Corden with did the guy not who played get Gavin. Very good reviews. No, but, but it had some. Re- I fucking love that show. It was yeah, really fun. Again, didn't air here, but we downloaded it and watched it and, and had laughed some our asses Really off. good stuff. And then he has since done. He's done some movies. He's done some presenting. He's hosted. He's I hosted the Brit Awards. He's hosted the Brit Awards several quite times. quite a few times, and he's very good at that. Great job. Which leads me to that. believe he'll be a good. I think he'll be a good talk show host. Yeah. And you know what? He's here's what I'm predicting with him on the on the show. He's going to end up um at first he's going to get bad reviews. Yeah. It'll be the same thing. It'll be a bit like when Conan started. Mm-hmm. Um it, when there's an unknown quantity. I think James or I think uh, Craig Ferguson might have had this too. Yeah. When it's somebody who people kind of know who they are but they're they're new, they generally don't get great reviews. So it'll probably take him a little while to find his footing but i think yeah. he'll end up being being good he's a genuinely he sweet likable guy yes oh my god and the story he told was it on letterman about yes his wife giving birth yeah he <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he he's he's a funny guy yeah so i'm very very much looking forward to seeing him every night mm-hmm this makes me very happy. Yes, he's so overjoyed. like, oh, The Wrong Mans, too. The Wrong Mans, which is a show on Hulu, which on Hulu Plus. They which, just released the second season of that. Yeah, that was very good as well. Plus, he's in, He's. I have no interest in seeing it, but he's in that. Um, Into the Woods Into the movie. Woods. He had another movie that didn't really do much here. Oh, I love that movie, though. What the was one that about, called? Um, ah. it, was, it was about a British Idol contestant, right? Or um, it was Britain's Got Talent. Britain's Got Talent. Paul Potts. Yeah. He's an opera singer. Yeah. So it was his story. And he was the star of that movie, and it was really good. I loved that movie. There was... What f- do you know what it's called? Oh, God. I'll look it up right I now. I don't know. I know the Taylor Swift song was called Sweeter Than Fiction, but I don't know the title of the damn nice. movie. <laughs> I'm just going to do a quick search. Um, but it was really... He's... I mean, he was playing a character, but he was just still so likable. And you, one chance, one chance, yeah. And his performance just made you root for that character. Yeah. So anyway, yay, James Corden. Yeah. Very much looking forward to seeing what he does with the Late Late Show. Absolutely. All right, should we play another song? Sure. What do you have in mind? Oh, let's see. Let me get my playlist up here. Okay. My phone is not accepting my my thumbprint. How dare you play Billy Idol? Yeah. This is the most surprising thing. We heard this on The Current, which we talk about on every dyslexic heart, because it's one of the few places we hear good new music. And you can hear it, too, because they stream their content online. I heard this song, and I'm like, wow, who was that? And I'm like, fucking Billy Idol? New Billy Idol? And it's this guy. This is shockingly good. Yeah. Burning, 
Holy shit, that's so fucking Isn't that good. Crazy how good it is. <laughs> just a po- that's just Oh, that's got a hook. It's so poppy. It has multi-hooks. It's <laughs> so good. And the rest of the album's really good too. Yeah, yeah, we listened to it and it's like probably 12 tracks and I think 10 of them we were like, "Wow, that's another good song." Yeah. So, very impressive and hooray. He hasn't an album in like 9 years and this is what he puts out. And then out. he comes out with it. Who Trevor Horn produced it? Yeah. He's with uh See, I'm like fucking I feel like I'm talking in a weird accent for some really? reason. Like, why do I talk? Uh, <laughs> no. Um. Keep talking. Okay. Let's keep talking in my weird accent. Yeah. Yeah. Keep doing the Googler. You can do it. You can do it. I don't know what to say. Oh, Just Billy Idol I know what to say. Awesome. Um. So the current, our favorite radio station, is doing all of these events for their tenth anniversary. The Buggles. The Buggles. Oh, yes. okay. And one of the events involves Billy Idol and Steve Stevens playing an acoustic gig at a really tiny club. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Of course, it's sold out in so about long, five minutes, yeah. but but that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Turf club. I like the Turf Club. I do too. We haven't been in since it's been remodeled, have we? No, we're going to soon, though. Yes, we we'll are. We'll in a minute. All right. Oh, I just think the production on that is so great. Yeah. Digging it a lot. Yeah. Um, I have a random thing. Yes, a random thing. I would like to, um, I know he's listening to the show, our friend Chris, who is in town. Hello, Chris. Yes. Not Dustin, not from Holland. Right. Thank you so much for the wonderful dinner. Absolutely. We had it was lovely, so great hanging out with you time. and your lady friend. and <laughs> <laughs> Katrina. Yes, we had such a good time. Yep. Great food, great company, and just thank you. Yes, it's nice when our 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 Vegas friends come through town and we get to hang out with them a little bit. Yeah, in one of our favorite places. Yeah, it's awesome. And he was telling us he enjoys the show and that he likes to listen to it when he's driving at night mm-hmm. for work. And it's nice to know somebody actually listens to this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you yes. were going to say something, I think, before I... Oh, you mentioned the Turf Club. Yes. And we are going to be going to a show there in, in a couple months. And I actually pulled a song for that. Good. So, yes, we found out uh, a few days ago that Juliana Hatfield, well, we knew that we had heard that Juliana Hatfield reunited the Juliana Hatfield 3, which put out one awesome album in about, what, 93? Yep. And they're doing a new album, which comes out in February. And as part of their very short, I think, 15-city tour, they're going to be performing the original album in its entirety as well as so some excited. new stuff. So we got tickets for that, and it is at Turf Club, so we get to see her in a small venue, which is going to be awesome. 
We've seen her before, and she usually puts on a pretty good show. Yes. We've seen her in smaller venues than her Turf Club, actually. Yeah. 7th Street Entry, right? Which, yeah, that only holds a couple hundred people. But Turf mm-hmm. Club's not gigantic, so. No. We met her once at an in-store. Did you and I just see her that one time? I think so. And I saw, I saw Juliana saw Hatfield 3 when they toured on the yeah, first album. I did not see that. Become What You Are. Um, I saw that at First Avenue. Mm-hmm. It was a very good show. I'm very much looking forward to the show. Me too. He's a movie star, only drives rented cars. Met him in a bar, said I know who you are. Took him to my party as the games were started. Bottles on the ground, are you ready now? When it comes to me, I'm gonna be ready. It's my turn in a minute, gonna put my message in it. Timing on this is good because I've been in kind of an early 90s alternative music yeah. f- uh, thing lately. This song reminds me of when we were first going out. Aww. Yep. It is, it is from that era. I've been listening to a lot of the poppy alternative rock from that era. Like such as? Like such as Lemonheads, Teenage oh. Fan Club. Um, Why is it skipping? I don't know. Um, belly... Yeah. A lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Jesus and Mary Chain a little uh, bit. Ah, uh, what's the one? Okay. It's a shame about Ray. What's the Lemonheads album after that? Come on, feel the Lemonheads. Come Lemon on, feel the Lemonheads. I love that so album. So good. The first track on that is just pure pop perfection. I have a song you need to play after this. Is it on your Speaking, playlist? Yes. I have. It I've, is the Matthew Sweet song that is on the playlist. I have two. And I put one on there too. Okay. So we'll play yours first. Okay. Which album is this off of? This is off of Inside. And I was not familiar with this track until yeah. a couple months ago. Or not a month. It was like this month. A few weeks ago, I should say. I was thinking I could wait until the working's Sunshine up the sky. If it wasn't so bright, I'd come undone. 
a delightful pop number. All right. <laughs> I think I might have copies of cas- of um, Inside and Earth on cassette huh. downstairs. I might. I might not. I don't know. All I know is I didn't listen to them as closely as I should have because this song is so amazing. And it's one remember. of those. I don't remember it. I must not have. Maybe I don't have those cassettes, or I did not listen to them closely, huh. because this song just slays me. Yeah, it's good. And it's one of those things like, why? Why didn't I not discover this earlier <laughs> and have it with me for the, so many years? God, that's a fucking heartbreaker of a song. <laughs> <laughs> Signs of great things to come. Do you want to know how I discovered it? Please. Or redis? Well, I'm going to say discovered it because yeah. obviously. Yeah. So Dave Holmes. Can't wait for his book. Oh my God! You and me both. Yeah. So. Used to be VJ on MTV. Yep. It's doing various and sundry pop culture things. Well, yep. he does this pop culture column for Vulture. Okay. Where he goes back and reviews the top 40 songs of different decades. Nice. And this this one was in 95, I think. Huh. And so he mentions a Matthew Sweet song and says, Oh my God, you've got to go listen to this because it's a cross between Scritty Politty and Marshall Crenshaw, <laughs> which you can totally, I can totally hear, hear that. Yep. both of whom I absolutely love. Yeah. But that column is so great. I'll have to look for that. Yeah. Um, you'll appreciate this. He describes Natalie Merchant as a long gray braid <laughs> as she was then, as she is now. I, That's an accurate I, description. Yes. Yes. I got the wording wrong, but I think that got the like sentiment that. right. You'll enjoy it when you read it. But yeah, he just makes these he makes these really astute observations and if he doesn't feel like talking about a band, he'll just throw in a personal story. <laughs> it's just really well written and really fun. I like that guy. He's a good writer. Yeah. Um oddly enough, a few weeks ago I was running errands or something and and heard Matthew Sweet. And it was one of those moments of realization. Not that I hadn't known it already, but where you're listening to a song and you're just like, this is a perfect pop song. Oh yeah. And I'm just going to play it. It's so good. Oh, I knew you were going to play this. <laughs> Cause when you said perfect pop song, uh-huh. this is the first thing I thought of.
love that oh. fucking song. Sick of myself. Yep. Every once in a while, I get in that early '90s pop. Do you have that thing. Lemonhead song? Because if not, I've got it queued up. Which one? Um, <laughs> Great big no. Because I just have a sudden urge. I'll probably need your phone after this. Okay. I'll get it in a minute. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. I think you might have to take your case off. Oh, okay. Um, so, I was talking to our friend Andy earlier. Yes. And so there are a few, because we're old now, and the <laughs> 90s were like 20 years ago. I know. Which is I know, we're just crazy. sitting here reminiscing about our youth. And... Why is the go-to music for the mid-90s the Spin Doctors? <laughs> it's so unfair. Why? Why? If I hear Two Princes again, <laughs> which I don't need to ever, uh-huh. really, why is Nobody's that? Nobody's clamoring to hear Spin Doctors. No, no, hear or see. I know. I think that album was reissued recently with bonus tracks. <laughs> I'd like more of that. No. Nobody <laughs> Nobody wants more of that. No. Nobody. <laughs> Too funny. It's just so wrong. Oh, I love the false ending on that, too. It's like, one more time. It's like John Bon Jovi. Wait a minute. I'm not done. I just compared Matthew Sweet to John Bon Jovi. I'm sorry, Matthew Sweet. Still mad at John Bon Jovi. Oh, yes. As As we've covered previously. Yes. Previously on Dyslexic Heart, Tim gets mad at John Bon Jovi for continuing to tour without Richie Sambora. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So yeah, okay. I'm I, I like the direction the show has gone uh-huh. early to mid nineties pop. Surprising, but we weren't so you want planning Great this. Because Great Big No is good, but there's some other good songs on here too. I Great Big No. I want to hear Great Big No. All right. Love don't turn your head. Just let me walk away. I thought I might have to say you're asking the wrong guy. She wonders how. What track were you thinking of? I Into was, Your Arms? I was going to go with Into Your Arms. Oddly enough, isn't Juliana Hatfield singing backups on this song? Yes. Funny how it all comes together. Yep. She and Evan Dando were a thing for a while, weren't they? I believe they were. Because I think, was he in the Juliana Hatfield 3? No, he the, wasn't, he wasn't he in was, Juliana Hatfield 3, but he played on her album and she, she was in his band, I think. The one before Become As You Are. Yeah. backing vocals. Or not. Oh, whoops. (laughs) My brain skipped ahead. Well, there they are. Yeah. 
But I was thinking of this upcoming part of the song. Lemonheads also did the outdoor type, with which uh, Frank Turner covered. Correct. It all comes together. It all comes together. Should I stick with this era? Different artists? Sure. If you don't mind. Not at all. Call an audible. Do it. Nice. I love the song. Liz Fair had a good run. She did. But she had a very bad run. Yes. <laughs> about all the things that I love about this song. Okay. Ah, oh, the background vocals. I am a sucker for some good background vocals. Sure. But the chord progressions, man, it's just so poppy. Yeah. This is a good album. I I do still really like early yeah, Liz Fair. Yeah, it's held up really, really well. Yeah. Every once in a while, it'll for some reason, I'll come, come across it in iTunes or something, and I'll be like, yeah. oh, I have to listen to that again. I liked her second one uh-huh. also quite a bit not as much as this one and the thing about this one is like everyone's like oh yeah it's a song by song response yeah. to exile on yeah. main street and like i never really got that no i just thought this is just a really good fucking record yeah yeah that's that's how i look at it too i mean i don't know if that whole song by song response thing ever was real or not yeah I don't know that it necessarily but was. She but she just wrote and performed some really good songs. Yep. She had stage fright for the longest time, too. Yeah, she was... Uh, although, even even despite that, when we didn't... Did we see her... Uh, well... Well, no, I mean the first time. The first time? Didn't we see her at like the you, U or something? Yeah, we saw her at like some fucking auditorium at the U of M. Yeah. And even then, I th- she was pretty good, even though yeah. she was uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 
So yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. What else should I play Let's now see. that I'm in that mode? Oh, oh, oh. Um, do you have belly on here? Oh yeah. Oops. Do I have belly on there? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Tanya Donnelly. Belly's great. Her first solo album is just great. She's fabulous. Scanning, scanning. There we go. <laughs> uh, oh, surprisingly, you only have one song off the first album and you have the really? entire second album. Oh, oh. Weird. That's okay. Oh, my God. The second album is highly underrated, though. Yeah, it's King. good. King? Yep. Holy shit. It's a good album. That's what this is off of. Oh, I love this song so much. Did we see Belly together? Yes. No. No. We didn't see Belly together, but we were at the same show. Oh, okay. It was at the U in that same shitty place that we saw Liz Fair. Oh, well, then I saw them. I don't know if I was at that show. They played my college also. Because I saw, I saw Belly at First Avenue. Oh, wait. I know that you weren't at that because that was no. A, no, that was before I knew you. Did, wait, did Belly play? No, Belly didn't <laughs> play college. I think it was Throwing Muses when she was still the lead singer. Oh, I never saw Throwing Muses. Yeah. I remember her shaking her head a lot, like, nope, 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 not having this. And I, I was like, yeah, I understand. I'm, I'm ready a, to get out of here, too. I need something poppier. Okay. That's not no, poppy. no, 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 no. Um, what off the second album is Poppy? Let me see the titles. Hit play on something there. This is the one. That works. Um, I remember, one of the things I remember about seeing her, there's something about seeing a, a, a tiny woman with a big guitar. Yeah. <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> she is a badass. I know she is. And that's how she was. She was just like fucking ruled the stage. Yeah. Like she had attitude and it was great. Need to play a little James. The band that should have been so much bigger than they were. They were elsewhere. Yeah, they were. Remember when we started going out? No. I don't have more of the first album on I know. That first album is solid. That first album's great. Do I just have Feed the Tree on? Just which? What? Yeah. That makes no sense. I know. I need to go back and do something with my iTunes library. Which on there? I don't know. Songs. That's really weird. Oddly enough, all I have is Geppetto. Huh. That's a poppy one, though. Oh, that's nice. It's good to hear Tanya Donnelly's voice oh, again. Oh, yeah. 
<sighs> oh yeah, if Belly ever reunited, I'd be there so fast. I have just fond memories of this era and just going to shows often. And mm-hmm. There were like eight box and. Here's the other thing. If I may be old for a minute. Sure, why not? We're reminiscing here. Okay, so when we saw garbage at oh, Mill City so Nights, <laughs> you could tell it was just a different crowd because you didn't view the entire goddamn concert through somebody's fucking phone You know screen. what I've noticed, though? In general, recently, that's dying out. Is it? I'm not I s- hope so. I'm not seeing... I hope people have realized that... You're never going to go back and watch your shitty little five-inch screen video of this. The last several recent shows, the last several recent, the last several shows we've been to Mm -hmm. lately, it hasn't been as bad. And maybe it depends. Maybe it depends on the band. On the setting, but it it hasn't been as bad lately. Mm -hmm. You'll see it a little bit here and there, but not nearly the level where, you know, 35% of the crowd has their phones up. Yeah. For the whole show. I just find that so irritating. I I do too. Do you think people talk more through shows now, or did they talk through them then too? Because I remember there's been a lot of that for a while. Yeah. Always oh, annoying. Yes. All right. So you wanted to hear some James? Yes. We've got lots of James. Yes, we do. So many choices. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Oh, they're so fucking good. Yes. We even saw them. When did we see them? At the fine line? Yeah. It's probably been longer than it seems. I know. It's probably been six years, maybe? Something like, yeah, probably. Well, wait, was, was it? really good. It was after Hey Ma, though. 2008. Oh, shit. That's when that came out. That's been six years already? Isn't that crazy? Okay, I'm sorry we're old, but yeah. Time just goes fucking fast. It but. just does. Like, you hit a certain point in your life and time just accelerates. Seems that way. That's all right, though. Yeah. It's all good. It means you're having more fun. I think we're having fun. Yes. All right.
you were going to play Laid. <laughs> that was the single from the era when we started hanging out. Yep. So good. They have so many good songs. They're... This is the funny. greatest hits is just like one song after another. It's just... This is funny because we didn't necessarily have any uh, plans for the show to take an early 90s, mid 90s. We, no, we did not. But it's delightful. It is delightful. This has been the mode I've been in lately. (laughs) It'd be a harsh transition if we went to the mode I've been in lately. show before i think we might have a long time ago okay i think we have yeah i need to revisit a lot of the 90s stuff because sometimes you think back on the 90s and you think of all the crap but then there was so much goodness that came out too yep the 90s when alternative became mainstream remember the alternative section of the record store
little Jesus <sighs> and Mary chain. Yeah, I love me some Jesus and Mary chain. So good. <sighs> I'm just, I'm in a, I'm just so happy right now with all this pop Hooray. Wonder, wonderfulness. So the, this gives people a little insight to when you play DJ in our home sometimes. I know. Sometimes I'll go on for hours like this. And it's okay. You encourage me. I do. Yep. One of these days I I'm going to be playing it. a bunch of stuff. You're going to be like, no, 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 not that. <laughs> That's not true. Last weekend I was like. Uh, You're like metal boy. I know. I might've been, it might've been like I a DJ at a strip club for what I was playing. <laughs> I, well. That's what you've been listening to lately. Yes. Yes, I have. That's funny. Hair Nation. On Sirius XM has been so Every enjoyable. Every time I get into your car, that's what's on. Yep. Yep. I'm like, oh, I forgot this existed. Not the radio station, no. but the song. Helix. Helix. <laughs> oh, rock. Uh, rock you. I'm not making the move to hair metal. It's too abrupt. I can't do it. Yes. Yes. That'd be a little. Yep. Little. Yeah. Yep. We need it. Even the oh, Cinderella Man. I have been enjoying Cinderella. Cinderella so. Man? Isn't that, a, isn't that a movie with... Um, <laughs> with Robin Williams. <laughs> Is that who's in it? Renaissance Man? No, Cinderella Man. Oh, wait. Was there a Cinderella Man? Isn't that the movie with the guy with the punchable face? Oh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> More pop. More pop. Oh, this band. When you love somebody who loves like you. They the, are so highly underrated. The first two Material Issue albums, <gasps> International Pop Overthrow and Destination Universe, so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Just pop masterpieces from top to bottom. Yeah. They were so good. I got to see them in the entry. Nice. Uh, we saw them in the main room. We saw them in the main room, too. The entry they decided to do, I think it was just like a, a little, for whatever reason, they decided to do a quick, tiny club tour. Yeah. That is one of my best concert memories. Aww. Because it was them, Dada, 
who were really good right when their first album came out, uh-huh. Wonderland. They had that Disneyland Disneyland, song, right? I'm sorry. That's what I said. Wonderland. John Mayer was opening. No. <laughs> uh, Disneyland. Yeah, so that they were really, really surprisingly good. And then um, the local band, The Blew Up. Oh, yeah. And it was like fucking 20 below out. Mm-hmm. And it was same day tickets only. So everybody who was there was lined up. Oh, God. And... God, it was just fantastic. Everybody was sitting on their feet to warm them up before the show started. Yeah. And, oh, I remember you telling oh, me about God, this. It was such a good show. I oh, just, I will never forget that one. That's awesome. And Material Issue, man, they so were great. They were an amazing band. I can't believe that they never made it bigger. And I can't believe the singer is dead. That I know. Fucking That's kills so me. So sad. Yep. I was trying to pop. play along because I got my other. My other your other device. device. She had so many devices, everything that money could buy. Um, but I thought I could think of stuff, yeah, and I'm not a, thinking of anything. Su- if you have a suggestion, from <laughs> an era-appropriate suggestion, you had, did you have other things you wanted to talk about during the show? Uh, not really. I just had some ranty stuff. Like <laughs> I've been spending a lot of time on Facebook, which has actually been good because I kind of have a love-hate relationship with Facebook. Yeah, you do. But I've really been enjoying it a lot lately except for when facebook tries to tell me what i should do you don't like being bossed around by facebook i don't like being bossed around by facebook first of all the zuck is not your boss the zuck is not my boss i like my shit in the most recent order not the top stories it keeps flipping back to top stories mine hasn't been doing that lately yeah it used to do that a lot and now mine's been consistently recent although when i look at it on my phone it's all i don't know what the fuck i'm seeing me too i'm looking at my stuff phone on my phone and I'm my like, ipad when i look at stuff on my phone it's like well this is from three days ago why did i not see this in my timeline on my computer yeah. pisses me off yes they're guessing what I want to see. So yes, They're guessing what I want to see. I agree. They're guessing what I want to see. They're trying to make me friends with everyone else's friends, which yeah, I'm sure my friends that. have cool friends, but... Not me. My friends' friends are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't need to be friends with everybody. I, yeah. I want to spend quality time with certain people. Yep. I've so got to say on Facebook, I do have me. probably at least a third of the people that I'm friends with. I do have them hidden. Because they're people yeah. I really don't know. And I, I have really. A, I have a few that I don't know. I have a few that I have boundary issues with. And. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, speaking of that, speaking of their security shit, so I can hide my status updates, but only certain things. Like, if I put somebody on the restricted list, uh-huh. they won't see my posts. Okay. But they'll, if I like something that's public, they'll see that. Oh, okay. And if I post a picture, they'll see that. Like huh. if I change my profile picture, yeah, then they'll see it and possibly comment on it. Uh. And it's like some people you can't politically right. unfriend. Yeah. Huh. But annoying. Yeah. It's like I wish I had more control over. Th- oh, yeah. I just want to be able to control what I see and what I let other people see. I'm with you. I agree. I don't want to see necessarily if someone likes something. Like if my mom is going through my entire photo album and likes something from 2010, I don't want it in my feed. That makes perfect sense. Because then, then like 20 then other people 20 start, other people they think it's new. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, yeah. Is your mom going through your old photos? 
She was going through mine, and then she went through my cousin's. So a bunch of my cousin's photos showed up today. Nice. Like, oh, here's your vacation from 2010. That's I'm okay. glad you had a good time. Your mom is perennial is perennially about two or three years behind anyway. So bless her. Yes, yes, she is. That's she still awesome. says TMI. Uh huh. I, I think she stopped saying not. Oh, that's good. Finally. <laughs> Yeah. Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> she still says yeah, that. She's still all about the don't go there. <laughs> uh, oh. It's fun because five years from now, it's going to be like a retro look back at the phrases from now. I know. Your mom will be twerking. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Sorry to do that. Okay. Abrupt change of subject. Back to Facebook. Yeah. Those fucking giant emoticons. Yeah, what the hell? Okay, first of all, I know I need cheaters, but I can still see the tiny emoticons, and they do me just fine. Yeah, we don't. Those giant ass emoticons are fucking annoying, and stop using them. They're the comic sans of emoticons. They are. No question. They really are. Yeah, we don't need them to be that big. Oh, and untapped. I think it's great that you like beer. Don't care. Don't need to see it in my Twitter feed. <laughs> I don't need to see every beer you're drinking. Uh-huh. Anything that automatically posts to Twitter, I want to punch. Mm-hmm. I don't Swarm. need to see it. any of them. Yeah, any of them, especially the ones that just tell me how many people have unfollowed you in the oh, last unfo- three days. Oh, unfollowed. Guess what? Guess what? If you're posting that to your Twitter feed, I'm the next one who's about to unfollow you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, oh, social media. Yeah. Do you have another '90s song? I, you know, up? I damn damn okay. well do. Social media didn't exist in the '90s. You know who did? The Moffs. Yes. I just clicked on a playlist called Random. The first song is Hold On by Jamie Walters. Wow, that is random. like you're having fun i just clicked on one called rain yeah the first song is africa by toto uh, <laughs> not playing that <laughs>
love that album. The self-titled Muffs album from 93 is fucking great. The Muffs will also be playing punk rock bowling in Vegas in May. I've only seen the Muffs perform live once, and it was after this album, actually. I wonder what their set is like. Do they do a lot of old and new stuff? I don't stuff know. Or? I mean, you know, they hadn't put anything out in a long time, and then they have been again. I'm sure they do a lot of the older stuff, too. Yeah. I would like to see them. Teenage yeah, Fan I love, Club? Sparky yeah, I love, Stream? Uh, in a moment. I love... Um, the growl in her voice. Yeah. I just, the rasp, the raspy mm-hmm. growl of Kim Shattuck's voice. Um, yes. So when I saw them, that was, so that was an era when you could count on, it's weird, it's weird that this was actually a thing. I mm-hmm. knew in the early 90s, I could buy any album produced by Rob Cavallo and I would like it. Wow. I know. The guy could do no wrong. He, I think he produced Dookie. Mm-hmm. He produced The Muffs. He produced um, Superstar Car Wash. Oh. He was on it. Should I play something off that, even though I'm yes, mad at the Goo Goo Dolls? please. Because. There was an era. There, there's a cut. I have a Goo Goo Dolls cut off. I have a line in the sand with the Goo Goo Dolls. Goo Goo Dolls were a, and I probably have talked about this in the show. They were a really, really good fucking rock band. Yes. Before they became big, before Johnny became a big fucking Ballad, pussy, dear. <laughs> ballads make money. Let's just do all the ballads. No, if you don't believe me. Listen to the uh, listen to Hold Me Up and Superstar Car Wash. Although even the earlier albums before that, they were even more raw. But yeah, Superstar Car Wash is just a pop masterpiece. Um, what should I play off of there? Girl right next to me. Oh, so good. I just love the phrasing in the song. Mm-hmm. I love the words. I love the way the words are said. I love the chord progression. Oh, this is so good. went through an I hate the Goo Goo Dolls phase because <laughs> of the number of songs. Like, it kept decreasing and decreasing. So I've got one from Gutter Flower, three from Dizzy Up the Girl, Dizzy two was from good. Hold Me Up, and the entire Superstar Car Wash album. Superstar was the pinnacle. I can't be mad at that album. No. But anything at pretty much after Gutter Flower. Yeah. 
I think the last song those I really liked was the cover on the live album. Um, the American Girl? No, 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 no. Give a little bit. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Do you not have, have anything from Boy Named Goo? Apparently not. Oh, that's a pretty solid album. That is a good album. I've got pretty much the entire album. I have pretty much everything through Gutterflower on my phone. Okay. Um, between Hold Me Up and Gutterflower, I don't have the self-titled Jet. They're decent, but I just don't listen to them that yeah. much. I don't have the stuff from Boy Named Goo on there because that's a good album. I didn't hate Better Days. That was in 2005. Yeah. It's true. Gutter, it's true. Goo Goo Dolls didn't suck at one point. Didn't. But for did anybody Westerberg who's write the music to We Are the Normal? He lo- wrote the lyrics to We the Are the lyrics. Normal. Okay. Remember yeah. when Johnny wanted to be Westerberg and now it he's not? <laughs> <laughs> he is definitely not. <laughs> yep. Hey, uh, what'd you think of Jazz Odyssey? The replacements thing that came out the other day? Yeah. <laughs> it was nothing. <laughs> it's fine. I hope that people aren't like upset about it. It was like just It's just them goofing. Anybody can put anything up on the internet, and that's what they did. Twenty four yep. minutes of ja- jazz of jammery. So I listened to parts of it, and I was like, yeah, I'm never going to listen to that again. Did you like the notes you didn't hear? <laughs> yes. As with jazz, I almost always prefer the notes I don't hear. Oh. What other pop masterpieces do we have from the 90s? Uh, um, Teenage Fan Club. Oh, yeah. Remember when I requested that? Sorry. Oh, that's okay. You had something in mind, which was good, because I like the song. I was lost in my own world, although I don't think you have the song in here that I want to hear. What? Sparky's Dream? No. Uh, uh, That's our best one. Is it? Yes. I don't know about that. Play that. Play it. All right, I'll play it while I'm looking for the one I want to hear. (laughs) That's nice. Keep feeling alive. Need a crystal 
good. This show's going to be like three hours of us playing mid-90s songs, isn't it? So? That's okay. We're only an hour and 15 in. I'm fine with this. (laughs) The show goes wherever it goes. It has no agenda. It does not. The last time it didn't, it was... Was the last one when we did a bunch of replacement stuff? We weren't planning on doing that either. I, I think it was the one before the last one because we had just seen them, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was two shows ago. So that's just how it works. Yep. You go where your heart takes you. The heart wants what the heart wants. Right. And what the heart wants is usually at the liquor store. My heart wants some fucking 90s pop right now. And it's getting it. And nachos. <laughs> I think Rob walk on the nachos. <laughs> did you kill the chips? Yeah. Oh, well. I'll accept that. I was going to play the concept, but I'll accept this. It's good. It's really good. That's my favorite song by them. Rightly so. I love it. It's very good. So poppy. Yep. Star Sign would be another good one. Oh, yeah. Star Sign's great. Yep. <sighs> Did you have something, or should I just keep going? If you have something else you want to hear, I'm... Um, Sugar? Or have uh... we played... Well, you can never have too much sugar. No, you can never. Yeah, I'll play that. Because that... That just goes right I in am, with this oh, vein. Fucking Bob Mold. Is there anything? Oh, we're, we're gonna I was going to say, is there, any, in January. I was gonna say is there anything he can't do right? And then I was like, oh yeah, he did those fucking, <laughs> fucking electronic albums. Oops. Am I playing something right now? Yes. How did I do that? Oh, that's on my phone. Nice. Oops. Uh, nice. <laughs> like, where did that come from? Production value on this show is so high. Uh huh. Uh, sugar, so many choices. I feel like we should have more anecdotes to go along with Why? these songs. We're just I rocking out. Okay. People are okay with that. Yep. Oh, I'm having a hard time because these are all so good. Uh, okay.
Here's a weird thing. All right. Bob Mold is fucking awesome, by the way. Well, yeah. But because of that saying, um, I was not. I'm a latecomer to Husker Du. Yes, I am as well. Um, like I have a much greater appreciation for Husker Du in the last two years than I ever did before. But um, Sugar, I was on board. That that yeah. got me. Like as soon as I heard Sugar, immediately, that yeah. got me immediately to the point where I was. They put out a bunch of um, CD singles when those were a thing. Yep. That had the cool thing about them is they oh my put god out this, when those were a thing. They put out a CD single, but it would have like three five, or four, four or five unreleased tracks. Uh huh. Um, which eventually they put out a B sides album and all that yes. stuff was on there. But they called it B sides. That's right. I loved it. But the good thing about that is I bought that anyway. I love their design of that cover. I remember their it. Design, it the beautiful. design on all the sugar stuff was good. Yeah. But um, even though I already had all the singles with the B-sides, I bought you still bought the B-sides because it had a bonus disc of a live First Avenue show. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he cranked out a lot of material with Sugar mm-hmm. in a very short time. And he's in this groove right now. Fuck, I know we, we've but, talked about it on oh, shows It makes before. me so happy because Sugar is my favorite, was my favorite stuff of his. Although some of his early solo albums were pretty awesome too. Um, but the stuff that he's putting out now is close to what Sugar put out, and that's mm-hmm. that's what I like the most. Yeah, and his band is tight. And the, the other two guys are really intelligent. I follow them both on Twitter, yeah. and they're just really yeah. funny and smart yeah. and great musicians besides. So, yeah. uh, so yes, I can never – I will rarely turn down the request to play something by Sugar. Mm-hmm. I also requested something else. That I know. You got your very microphone's turned about off it. and you said, should we go down the Soul Asylum Road? I'm like, yes, we should. <laughs> I will rarely turn that down because, again, when Soul Asylum was at its peak, oh, so good. Uh, what do you consider the peak? Do you think Grave Dancers or do you think... It depends how you look at it. Some people would say Grave the Dancers... The commercial peak was Grave Dancers. Some people, would, uh, some people would argue that that was the low point, and I would disagree because I think it's a really good album, and mm-hmm. I don't mind the fact that it's as produced as, as it is. I think it was a good progression for them. I've, um, But fucking Hang Time. Hang Time. Hard to, that album, as underproduced as it was... <laughs> Um, I'm sure I've played this song. I don't care. I am sure I've played this on here. This is absolutely and forever will be my favorite Soul Asylum song. Yes. Cartoon off of Hang Time.
Love that era. Um, oh, I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. Oh, bringing it all back around. We saw Matthew Sweet open for Soul Asylum. We did at Midway Stadium, where we also saw the replacements two in nights September. In a row? Two or three? Yes, two? two. It was two. We also saw the Jayhawks, but they're for- they were forgettable as always. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Some people really enjoy them. Not me. Yep. Yeah. That was after. That was not after Grave Dancers. That was later on. Was that, that dim after- light. That was after Dim Light came out. Yeah. I like Dim Light. Me too. I like. That's I some like good shit on there. Even the most recent stuff they've done. They yeah. Just continue to put out some really good poppy songs. Silver Lining is one of my favorites by them. It's so underrated. It's really solid. Uh-huh. And then? <laughs> I don't know. And then, I haven't thought ahead after this song. How do you feel about REM? I like R.E.M. I'm a big fan of R.E.M. I'm a big fan. There are some songs that I'm okay not hearing in this lifetime ever again. I agree. But that's not their fault. No. Nope. They became very large. But there are some songs that I just absolutely adore by them. Is there anything specific? Um, actually. So if you go in the mid-90s era, uh-huh. there's a lovely song. It's a B-side to Ebo the Letter. Are you seeing that? Wall of Death? Uh, yes. Okay.
like that a lot. I don't know if I've ever heard that. Oh, it's one of my favorites. That is really good. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the thing about R.E.M. So as much as you get burned out by hearing the singles, you could almost take their catalog, delete all the singles. And then... And still be completely happy. Yeah. Because um, they, they're deep. <laughs> mm-hmm. They've got a, a very deep catalog, and the stuff that has not been played into the ground is yeah very solid yep. i really enjoyed the rem tv yes documentary even that though i was, was like great. i don't know about a three-hour documentary but it was really good yeah <laughs> two and a half whatever however long it was it was long but it was fun watching that and like oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> yeah oh yeah bill berry had an aneurysm shit i remember that yeah yeah and yeah michael stipe's a weird dude but man fucking talented like, though yeah yeah, I'm glad that we got to see them when we did. Oh, they always... Their shows are so memorable. Yep. Just, Even though we saw them late in their career. We did. The first really time we good. saw them was at Midway, right? Yeah. We keep going back to Midway Stadium. I know, which is weird because they don't have that many shows there. But And that was after New Adventures? Monster? What was High that five? after? Uh, I don't even I think, remember. It was, um... Well, I just remember dancing in the rain to the end of the world as we know it because know. it was just I think it was, it was chaos. 90, I think it was in like '99. Yeah, um, chaos, but beautiful chaos. That whole show was, and yeah. Wilco opened. Yeah, that was a, right. That was a cool time. And we saw them at Excel, and that was just a really that was after Accelerate. Yeah, again, 2008 ish. And then we saw them in between. It was on the Vote for Change oh, yeah, tour. I about that, yeah, that. That was a crazy, crazy night. I know. That show was... Because you had Bright Eyes. <laughs> Bright Eyes had... we had never heard of right. before that show. But I was thoroughly impressed. Yeah. And ended up, like, for a couple of years there, listening to absolutely everything mm-hmm. they put out. Yeah, we went to see him. I know, and we're shocked that it's like, oh, we're surrounded by a bunch of teenage girls. What the hell? What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> um, Bright Eyes... R.E.M. R.E.M. John Fogarty. Fogarty, who I wasn't really... I was just... It's weird. I just discussed this with somebody yesterday. Oh, weird. As an act that, until I saw him live, didn't have an appreciation for. Such... He just came off as such a likable dude. Like, so enthusiastic. Yeah. And, like, loved being on stage. Mm-hmm. Loved the audience. Engaged really? Engaged everybody. Just like... I'm like, holy shit. I... This is cool. Yeah. This is why he has had the career yep. that he has had. Because yep. he works it. And he's got this charisma. And he's really talented and likable. Yeah. Yep. And then, of course, Springsteen headlined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was an amazing it's show. It's weird. It was weird seeing Springsteen joining R.E.M. And yeah. Michael Stipe joining Springsteen. And Neil and Young played. Neil Young Which I think we've cameo, discussed before. Which is, which is perfect crazy. because one song of Neil Young is about all you need. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend at work who's just like diehard Neil Young fan. Like, yeah. There is a town <laughs> in North Ontario. <laughs> Rockin' in the free world, pan. That's the song. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was it, that was a crazy evening. Yeah, it was really good. We have any '90s pop masterpieces that we still need to get to? Ah, uh, uh, um, shit. I was scrolling through my my brain and my phone, and uh, 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 I got something cool. 
if, if you have it on here. <laughs> yes, you do. Good. Uh, trying to figure out which song to play. I feel like I should be saying something while nope. you're scrolling here. No, you're fine. People don't mind long silences on this show. I think they do. No, I, I think, think we should do. be. More... I don't think there are any expectations from this show from the 50 <laughs> people who listen. And I'm being generous when I say 50. Yeah. Tim scrolls through my phone to find a song. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just trying to decide which specific song off of a specific album. I think, I, well, I'm going to sidetrack for a minute. I believe when we were on mute, I described my drink as fireball forward. <laughs> That's a very corporate way of describing your beverage. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for but the refill, is. by the way. Oh, you are welcome. I'm, I might need one as well. Although yeah. I've still got about a third of mine to go yet. So we'll see. We'll see where the evening takes us. Yeah. All right. I've settled in this song off of this album. Ah, nice. Nicely done. How can I talk about 90s pop without, without Weezer? playing Weezer?
Can you believe this shit was 20 years ago? Oh my god. <laughs> so, we've talked about the current. Have we talked about the history that came before the current? The Rev 105? Yes. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know if we have. Well, apologies to those of you who have heard this story before. <laughs> Hard to keep things straight when we only do like three shows a year. So, in mid-90s... Ah, oh, what a great time. We're reliving it fondly tonight. A wonderful radio station was. called Rev 105. There was. It was. was. It was a... Yes. It was, again, not a... Well, you know what? Oddly enough, I was going to say it was not a corporate-owned radio station. It wasn't owned by a radio conglomerate. It was owned right. by fucking Cargill. Cargill. <laughs> and, okay, so a few months before Rev 105, there was a station called... Was it The Edge? No, The Edge... The Edge came after. Oh. KJ-104 was first. KJ-104. But I thought there was The Edge, and then I thought there was Rev. Maybe it was KJ-104 and then The Edge. Because I think The Edge was a preemptive move to be the alternative station, but then Rev came along and everybody just loved it. The Edge and Rev came around the same time. Yeah. But Rev was cooler because it was not Rev was cooler because it wasn't programmed, because the DJs could play whatever the hell they wanted. they did. The, one, the example I would use would be, like, it wasn't uncommon to hear Patsy Klein, then James Brown, then Weezer. Yeah. <laughs> and they would refuse to play stuff that they didn't want to play. For example, they did not play Bush. They wouldn't play... They didn't play... Uh, other than one... Like, one night when Peter Jesperson yeah, took over. Yeah, that was the only time they ever played Alanis Morissette. Yes. Which was all over alternative radio, but they, re- but but they, they recognized, like, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is nasal, horrible, lyric bullshit. Instead, they're like, ah, I think we're going to play some soul coughing. Nobody's ever heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> soul were, coughing was huge here. I know. And Mike nobody Doty's band. heard yeah. them anywhere. And they, like, they broke for them here. Yeah. Yeah. And they always, they've always had a strong following, and Mike Doty's always had a strong following since. Uh-huh. Yeah, so one day when we happened to be on our honeymoon, yes. they decided to kill the station. Yeah, the station died. It was so, sold to Disney. It was sold to Disney. And what was crazy about it is people were listening to it and they didn't realize because it turned into a metal station. Yep. And they're like, okay, guys, because it, it's completely possible that they would have played three metal songs in a row. But then, <laughs> yeah. but then they're like, all right, something's up. The Something has changed here. Was there a... I'm trying to remember now. So when Rev went off, was there a... There was a metal station. Was there a sign-off, though, when they, the actual day they went off? Yes. They played... Was it Hello Goodbye? Okay. Yeah. When KJ-104 went off, they played Sold Me Down the River by The Alarm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They played Hello Goodbye. That was the last okay. song played because the first song they played was Revolution by The Beatles. I think it's on... I think... I think the last hour might be online. Yeah. Was Mary on? Mary Lucia? Oh, I don't know. I think so. I think it was during her shift. They were all called into the staff meeting and said, all right, you've got an hour, basically, and then we're done. Nice. So do you mind if I continue to... No, continue to talk. This? So there was the metal station for a while, and then eventually... There was this thing called Zone 105. Zone for the holidays. And it was okay. They had some of the DJs who ha- who had been employed at Rev. They yeah. had um, Brian Oak, who is, I believe he's, he's now still in 97. And Mary Lucia, who is with The Current. And they had... Well, they had, the morning show kicked ass. The morning show was great because they had Steve Nelson and Brian Oak. It was on. Brian and Steve, and then Steve left and they brought in Mary. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, so Their good. Their morning show was awesome. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, your morning zoo type of bullshit. Right. It was just funny. I just remember, I remember weird things about um, things I've heard on the radio over the years. And I, I just remember I re- driving to work in the dark and listening to this stuff. I remember driving I to work there. in the dark and hearing Mary, <laughs> Mary Lucia during the Viking season going, you're seriously telling me there's a player named Dante Culpepper? That's the greatest name ever. <laughs> and it went on for like five minutes of her and like in disbelief that, that was somebody's name. <laughs> Dante Culpepper existed. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yep. That also marked the end of our Vikings fandom, by the yeah, way. Right. <laughs> the playoffs against the Atlanta Falcons. That was it. That we're done. We're no more. No more misery. Um okay, so that they had zone one oh five and they had this thing called zone for the holidays. It was a holi- a Christmas time c- concert with several acts. The only one was Soul coughing at that one? Yes. Okay. Yes. We are all... What was the guy's name from Soul Coughing? Um, he had the crowd... Doty had the crowd chanting. We are all... What was their drummer's name? Something goodbye. Nice. Anyway, yes. Soul Coughing was on that. Garbage was on that. Oh, okay. Beck was on yeah. that. It was a very good show. Oh, that's the show. Okay. That blurred in my mind with some another compilation that we saw. Okay, so that was Soul Coughing and Garbage. And- yep. Uh, garbage is awesome, yep. of course. I don't and then who else. Oasis was the headliner. Were they really? Weren't they? I thought Beck was the headliner. I thought Oasis wasn't Oasis in there somewhere though. Maybe Oasis. Did Oasis was... then Beck? That could be. Okay. I think because we left during Beck. Oh, yeah, we left after Oasis. Yeah. Okay. We watched and a then... couple Beck songs and then we left because we had another we had a we, Prince show. We went to see Prince at Paisley <laughs> Park. We actually went out to two shows in one night, yeah. which will never happen again. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? The, well, no, that was it. Was the closest we've come since was probably when we went to Kathy Griffin. Yeah, and then and then Weezer, Weezer. across town. Yeah, and the other one in Minneapolis, one in St. Paul. So yeah, you never know. Yeah, weird shit happens. But it wasn't like because Prince used to play at crazy yeah, that, hours. It was con- it was more convenient because he'd play it. You knew that you could watch. You could go to we could have We could have stayed till the end of Beck and still made Prince's show. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yep. Yep. Anything else on the radio station thing? Uh, okay. So zone? What was zone, after Zone? I don't remember. It just kind of... There like, was nothing for a while. There was nothing for a while. And then in 2005, The Current came along. Uh, and life has been wonderful ever life since. Has been, and what I was... I do they, not take that station for granted. I don't either because I read a, a history of it and they were very close to shutting down at one time and yeah. that freaks me the hell out to think that... Because they're so, they're so good for the community. Yep. It does good things for local musicians. Yes. They actually are able to sell albums and sell out shows and bring mm-hmm. in... Yeah. And yeah. That, that, that doesn't happen in a lot of places. And that changed. For a while, it wasn't that way. And now they actually have uh, support with radio playing them and giving them attention. It does mm-hmm. again. I kind of yeah. wish somebody would write a history of Twin Cities Radio. Just like yeah, what was on the dial at this time and what was on the dial at this time. Like from, I don't know, from the mid-90s. What we, When did KJ 104 I don't know what year. They, I don't know. Like Early 90s. Like from the 90s till today. I yeah. think it'd be interesting. 
There's yeah, as much be. turnover now. No, but everything is corporate owned except for the public radio stations. You know what fucked everybody over was the Telecommunications Act of 1996 when everything became deregulated and that allowed Disney to buy a whole bunch of shit. I know. That's what fucked everything over. Was it was it that late? Was it 96? It, it was 96. I thought it was Reagan. No, it was 96 oh. because then Rev went out in 97. Got it. But that's... Yeah. This is the previously mentioned Willow. You need a refill, lady. More fireballs in your fireball. ass. <laughs> no, not in my ass, please. That would Rembrandts really quick. Yes. We'll probably won't be really quick because nothing That's okay. this evening is okay. really quick. We have no schedule here. This is weird because usually we die out after an hour. We're going on two. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. It's going to be the longest one ever. <laughs> yep. Excuse me while we play our entire 90s catalog. <laughs> so we went to see the Rembrandts at First Avenue and this is at the height of Friends mania. Yes. Rembrandts known best for the theme from the show Friends. So we went there and... Don't let that deter you. They have a fucking great back catalog, man. We got some pop. Oh, we should play that shit. Do I have any that. of that on yeah, there? I think so. Um, That's the way it is, yeah, baby. Holy shit, that song's Johnny, awesome. Johnny, have you seen her? That too. Um. So, Peter uh, Lack, who here we is go. the Just the way it is. Peter Lack, who's the frontman for Wheelow. Yep. He was the opener, and oh, that's he right. was yep. so great. Yep. Solo. Yeah. And I just left thinking, I want to hear more from this guy. I know. He hasn't really done... He did the Wheelow album, and then he kind of disappeared. I think he went to teach. Okay. So he went to teach music somewhere, like in Seattle or we something. We saw him solo a few times. Yeah. We saw him at the 400 bar opening for Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. The chords in this. I'm a sucker for a good chord progression, man.
have an acoustic version of this somewhere that just slays me. Yeah. It's probably on cassette. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we have yep. so many cassettes downstairs. I know. Remember when I had the little project where it, during the Napster era, I yes. was trying to download as many albums that we had on cassette uh-huh. as possible. I made a little leeway. We still have a couple hundred, but... Obviously, we did not have Inside or Earth by Matthew Sweet. I think I was hallucinating that. I think uh, I thought they about... Might, no, we, they might be in the box. Yeah? Yeah. They might still be there. I need to go verify this. Yeah. It'll take you forever to find them. They're not organized. Well, think of all the mixtapes. Yep. Because I think I got the acoustic version of this off a radio station somewhere. Wow. I used to record the shit out of the radio. You recorded the shit out of the radio? I did. So you recorded the clear channel out of the radio? No, there are some Phil Collins <laughs> miss. Let's not play them. Firings on downstairs, I'm sure. Yep. I do remember seeing the Rembrandts a couple times. We saw them. Did they do a radio station thing too? I don't know. I don't remember. Or maybe it was that that show you were talking about. Was that like an early evening that thing? That was an early evening thing and at was, First Avenue. That might have been sponsored by a top 40 station too. I think so. I think it was like by KDWB. Yeah. Which was weird. And they started out by playing the Friends song. They're like, well, we got that out of the way. <laughs> they started out playing the Green Acres song and then segged into the... Nice. Segwayed in... I don't know what the proper nice. use of that word is, but they went into the Friends song. They're like, we're going to play a TV theme now. I think people... That was good, though, because then they did get rid of people right away. They did. That's just the way it is, baby. John Fields was there, and he was wearing some loud pants. <laughs> I can see that. Bob. John, John Fields. We have some history. Well, we don't have history, but we have friends who have history with John Fields. A local John musician Fields is a and famous his, producer. producer. Yeah. He's produced a lot of stuff. A lot of good stuff, very, I might add. Very talented producer. Very talented producer. Not the nicest person. <laughs> Our interactions with him have been weird. Yeah. Mine was like after I reviewed. I don't think I've met him actually. I don't, uh, I think I did once. His, I just, my interaction was when I reviewed, oddly enough, good segue. He was in a band with Phil Solom from the Rembrandts. <gasps> good band though. And Holy Michael Bland sh- from who played with Prince, Prince and now plays in Soul generation. Asylum and yeah. played with Westerberg. And Michael Bland, fucking talented They drummer. had a three-piece power trio called uh, Thrush. And they had a couple, they had a demo tape that was awesome, and I reviewed it. It was phenomenal. And in the review, I mentioned Phil Solom, in parentheses, Rembrandt's, Michael Bland, Prince. I had like, you know, what acts they were most known for. Phil Solom, and I think, I mean, uh, John Fields, I think at the time was probably, um, what was the group that played at the Caboose all the time? Not Dr. Mambo's Combo, but. I was thinking of that. Um, um, Oh, shit. Greasy Meal. Greasy Meal. And Bug. Yes. And I got an email from him with his entire biography. Like you were in, like going I'm include to include his entire act. He's like, biography. You omitted in. these. You admit omitted these. I'm like, oh fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, he used to. He's the nephew of the guy who wrote uh, Funky, Funky Town. Town. We, every so, time we hear that song, we're like, oh, John Fields just got an erection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he used to call up. So a friend of mine had this roommate named Bob, and he used to call their house all the time. And my friend would say, hello, the residence. And, and he would just say, Bob. <laughs> no. Hey, so, how you doing? Is Bob there? No, just Bob. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Socially awkward, I guess. I don't know. Something. 
Uh, Special. <laughs> uh, yep. I have to play another local song. Wheelo ins- inspired me. Ooh. Is that okay? Yes. Why is it not playing? I don't know. Ooh, oh, switched. I turned up the I turned up the wrong fader. I'm Hold good. At, I'm good at podcasting. <laughs> We have to talk about Bitstream. Okay. Wasn't he, what, okay, wasn't he the milk commissioner or something? What was, <laughs> what no was idea. his official, t- he I had, have no idea. He had authority over milk in some capacity. <laughs> I, I like to think I have the authority of over milk as well, but <laughs> I have no idea. Not only was he the governor of fun, he, he was he something had an actual of milk. title of yes. some sort? Huh. Yes, because remember his wife's handle on Twitter was something de leche. I don't remember that yeah so bitstream underground was this bullet excuse me was this bulletin board service in the 90s local, where local minneapolis thing it we was have, crazy and we talked it was about bitstream cool. in the past or not but i think we might have touched on it at some point i spent a lot of hours on bitstream underground i spent a few hours because i was still an introvert online as well as off i loved bitstream i i lurked a lot but I, it was entertaining i wasted many hours at my uh previous employer on bitstream mm-hmm. there is a guy who used to work for prince who there were several would, people who used to work for prince who were on there i don't think he worked for prince for long in this town no <laughs> to be honest well the one guy on there there's one guy on there and part of his job was to airbrush out the pubes on pictures of maite when, they were, <laughs> <laughs> when she was in the band <laughs> i remember that yes 
It was a lot of um, creative sorts in the Twin Waxing Cities. Waxing wasn't so big in the 90s, no, was it? No, it was people. So a lot of the people on in the Bitstream community were... We're also in the musical Musicians, industry. artists, graphic yep. designers, font creators, yes. writers. Uh, One major font creator. Yes, Mr. Chank Diesel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so sure it you've was seen a cool, his work. It's amazing. It was a cool... It was like AOL. It was when AOL was a thing, but it was just a small AOL thing with a kind of a cool group of people. Who were all local. Yeah. It was awesome. I love that thing. Yeah. I miss it. I wish I had been more active. I wish I had been more outgoing. I was a little bit, but I was still more of a lurker. I mean, I never went to any of their actual in-person events yeah. or anything. But there's a Facebook group for Bitstream, and I every once in a while I'm on there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember those people. Yeah. They're still... The only thing... People, things don't get posted that often. Uh-huh. Do you remember Pepin? Yes. On Bitstream? He was funny. I think he was really young. Yeah. But then there was a constant running joke of like whenever there was something really weird in the news, like one of those weird news stories, like mm-hmm. some guy gets arrested for molesting a deer or something. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> would post the article and it would just be Pepin with a question mark. That's That still that still exists. That's, that's the thing still? that On the Facebook group, that's the only thing it's used for. That's awesome. It's like Pepin. <laughs> join the Facebook group because even though I was a lurker, I was still there. That part is funny. And I had a couple interactions with people. Like yeah. There were a couple people I would direct message back and forth mm-hmm. with. That was kind of fun. Yeah, so it's still... It doesn't get a lot of activity, but there's you, you, every once in a while somebody will post and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm like, I forgot that person existed. Yeah. So it was They're, cool. They they just had the best sound effects for certain boards. So they would have these. You would open up the little, whatever the, I suppose now it would be considered an app almost. It was that yeah. section of the BBS. Yeah. It'd be like, you're funny, Ralph Wiggum from oh, The Simpsons right. saying that. Yep. Yeah, it was cool. It was very low-tech cool for... I mean, at the time, it was, it was high-tech. Yeah. But con- con- compared to now, mm-hmm. that was our, that was the online presence at the time through dial-up modem. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, what else? You got anything else you want to hear? Oasis? Oh, Asus. Let me see what I've got on here. Yeah, I don't have much, but I've got enough. You don't need much Oasis. All no. you need is one song, and you're good. I thought you were going to say all you need is love, which would have been a horrible reference. They're a fucking good live band. Oh, my God. When we saw them at Target Target Center Center last time. Did Ryan Adams open? Yeah, Ryan Adams open. Yep. That was like the rowdiest arena show I've ever been at. At least on the floor where we were. We were in the first dozen rows. Yeah. I'm like, there might be a fucking soccer riot here. There might be a fight. (laughs) Yeah. But it was, it was fun. Was it a guy in the crowd who was doing the I'm looking at you, like pointing at his eyes and then pointing at yeah. Liam and then pointing I back know, at like, himself? I know. Why are you threatening like, the band? Right. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be reuniting within the next three years, don't you think? think so. I mean, as much as I love BDI and... Noel's Flying Birds? Yes. I, they're They've both got good, to, They'll get back together. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll that's where in. the money is. Come yeah. on. And yeah. if they tour America, I will fucking be there. Absolutely. Remember when we saw them at Northrop and there's a fire alarm in the middle of the show? 
that Liam that I'm assuming Liam set off during Noel's solo set. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm worried that we're telling the same stories over oh. and over. Oh well. We're old. That's what old people do. We've we've heard each other. Once other's, you hit your 40s, man. We've, we've heard each other's stories so many times. Now we have to tell them to other people multiple times. a song stuck in my head earlier today that's era appropriate so i think i need to play it do it all right after this Westerberg B-side. You may have heard me singing it earlier in the living room. <laughs> nice. Man with fat ties don't dress for dinner. It's a Friday night frozen pizza thing. You don't want no wife or no beginning. Friday night frozen pizza king Everything you buy soon expired Some neighbors they're thinking that you're gay Others they assume that you've been fired See you smoking cigarettes all day Well a man without ties 
Way to knock over the bike stand. Yeah. Your yard. You're dreaming of tonight's fine cuisine. With a microwave and a library card. It'll taste like plastic, but it'll be fast and hot. Sing it. Man without ties, don't dress for dinner. What do you think? Should we wrap things up? I think so. All right. Do you have any final songs that we should, we, we need one to go out on? Um, let me look at the playlist I put together, but I don't know if it's there's not a, era appropriate. It has to be from this era. I don't know if it's era appropriate. I know. Cause since we, since we went, ended up going down this road, I don't have any era appropriate songs. All right. I'll find something as soon as okay. this is over. I'll leave it up to you. Hmm. So many choices. I know. I'm not exactly even sure how we got here. Oh, Juliana Hatfield started it, didn't she? Yeah. It's her fault. Yep. That's okay. No complaints. Well, thanks for listening to a super extra long edition of this show. Those of you who are still here. I've enjoyed it. I have too. Hmm. (laughs) All right. Uh, this is probably a song that nobody knows. It's another Minneapolis song from the era by a band called Polera. Not to be confused with Polisa. Oh, dear God, no. No, Polisa sucks. This is Polera much better. <laughs> is that okay with you? Yes. All right. Source like of Polera. Light by Polera. We will talk to you in another nine months <laughs> <laughs> on the next Dyslexic Heart.